Let's get it. It's your boy EJ. This is it's your boy EJ. You got your girl in the chair. It's Mona Rue. Let's get it. We here with a special guest, MJ in the building, because you already know this is Breaking Bread and Finny Podcast, the one and only live from the station. Don't get your whole stuff. Stay your toes. You about to get in. I hope y'all ready. This is a community podcast. We here for the one. We here for the culture. And I hope y'all ready to get it, because you're about to learn. You're about to educate. And you're about to bring this economic freedom to y'all from the studio. Let's start it. I got a great guest today. Hey. I do. MJ, the one and only. Let's do a real prodigy in the streets. I don't know. Y'all don't know. But this dude got his. Mm. It's, he got a lot. He got heat, bro. He got heat. He don't know. Y'all don't know about this. And y'all ain't ready for this. My boy, well, MJ. It's in the building. Let's go. Come on, MJ. I want to hear all about your story. Tell me what's up. Welcome to Breaking Bray, by the way. Welcome to Breaking All right. How you doing, Breaking Bray? How y'all doing out there, community? Um... I'm gonna start off talking about um, my name MJ. Um, I'm 30 years old. I um, I'm originally from New Orleans, Louisiana. I grew up on um, uptown. I'm gonna say around around Louisiana Parkway. Um, I got. I grew up in a family of um. With um three, we had two brothers. Um, my mama, she was um, you know, in the street, she was in there and stuff, and um, she um, you know, you know, she did drugs, so it was like, you know, it wasn't, you know, ain't nothing to see. You'll be ashamed of, but you know, I love my mom, so um, that's important. My grandma um took care of us when I was growing up. Um. We was growing up and stuff. My uh, aunt, my uh, my grandma, my uncles, you know, they played, they grew. But um, majority of my grandma was, a, um, I remember my grandma being there for us. But um, story short, we um, we had we had nice things, you know, to um, till the incident occurred. My grandma, she was a school teacher, uh, so it's like um. She had her own house. She owned a house. So one time she um basically like, well, just being up for family, and she um put the house up for someone our family or then go to court and um well she didn't really knew nothing about it. So at the time she just um basically like she just took it and um well the people can't take the house. So store shop was a big big old house, you know. My brother told me not long ago about it, but I really, I, I, I really only the house I remember when we was on, we stayed on Eden Street uptown, and all I remember, you know, we, we, from that house, you know, I, ain't, I don't remember because I was a baby, I was real young, so it's like, uh, I remember that when we moved out the house and how we was living, and you know, we was living in, I ain't gonna lie, it was roaches everywhere. It was, it was a, it wasn't, you know, but at the time I was young, you know, and, um, so it's when, like back in the day, you were yeah, they were real, like, back in the day, it was like, I probably was like, man, I was probably like two or three, you know, I was young, so it was like, it's like back, it was like 90, it's like 90 something. We're going to say 90, because like, I was born in 91, so it was about 93, 94. 
about that time. All right, all right. So okay. um, and then Master Pierre come. Yeah, I was in the yeah. So, so yeah, yeah that and we and, and that's big too, cause um, where I grew up at, majority of my family, they was I'll get down to that. They was um, like with no limits. So it was like we had a lot of headbands. You know, we used to see Mister Cool, uh, Soldier Slim, uh, Mac. Yeah, like just in the hood. But I get to that. I get to that down the line. So um. Yeah, it is. Well, it was given. Well, when I grew up, it was like it was more fun back then. Like, it was like you know, and people used to like give back to the community, like you know, as we growing up. So, but uh, I get back on the side when I was growing up in a household. So, when I, I grew up and down the line, my my um, all that going happening, my grandma passed. So, when my grandma passed, I probably was no long, probably like six or seven six or seven she passed um my my auntie took us she took us it was it's three boys it's i got two older brother one cried one just made a birthday september 7th it's the second one one probably like 35 i mean i'm lying i'm lying 138 um the other 32 and i'm 30. So um yeah, old fam can they yeah, so we go down the tree line. So it's like um now my auntie took us in. So when my auntie took us in, we moved to um Gentilly, Gentilly area downtown. And how was like the streets on like the streets on that time? Huh? Like how was the streets like over the was it like cool, was it fine? All right. When I went, see, it was a different environment. All right, when I was staying uptown, it was like you know, it was more, it was more aggressive. Like it was like when I was going to school and stuff. So when I moved in Gentilly downtown, I was like, then I had a, I had had a little, um, a little breakdown because when my grandma passed, I had a little um, anger problem. <coughs> so. Um, I um so it's short I um he sneezed I I'm sorry, so I'm trying to um, right. um you get it. I um throw it out all right when my grandma passed, um I had I did have a temple bag, so when I moved downtown and Gentilly with my aunt and my uncle, we um we went to Gentilly Terrace Elementary. Mm -hmm. So um it was like a different energy though. It was like, you know, it was more learning than, you know, being just a, you know, cause mostly like uptown, it, don't get me wrong, it had a nice school system. It just, you know, it wasn't really like, it was like more about, I was learning how to fight than that would be, you know? So when I went to Gentile, I really learned more, but also when I moved my aunt, she was, she a teacher also. Dang, so that was cool. Huh? That was cool. Was school right mm -hmm. now? I don't know what she's teaching at right now. She graduated from Xavier. Um, she teaching New Orleans. It's right down. Um, it's right off the corner. It's right down the street from um Saint Olo. It's right off the corner of um Broad and I think Broad and Saint Bernard. Mm -hmm. Got a school. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, right, it, like, you know, you know. It's right broader. Um, I have no idea. It's been a while. Yeah, but, but um, yeah, but we get it. Yeah. Okay, but um, story short, um, 
my I had a speech problem. Um, I could barely like pronounce my words. So my aunt um, got hooked on phonics for me. So she taught me how to pronounce my words and you know stuff like that. So time gone, my mother was in it back and forth out of jail, you know, because I was so attached to my mother. So it's like, you know, she was back and forth out of jail, you know, but she was always there and, you know, whatever she could do, she was, you know, she was there. And my auntie, you know, she um took her on the road to uh, really like, really made us who we are today. Um, so it was like, it was like really, um you know, I had my father, but he was like, I don't know what the situation was, and I don't really, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah you know. Lot. So you know, I used it's to see him every now and then, but I also got two sisters. I want to say that um, I saw him when he was real young. So I really, I, right now, I'm when you know who the how they look right now. But um, so like growing up in New Orleans, like how was it for you? Like you know, when growing up from New Orleans for me it was like, by me was raised by women, while women. I had to like really basically learn a lot of things on my own. Cause my my aunt couldn't really teach me too much, you know, as a man wise, you know, she had to let me like, you know, it's some don't get me wrong, she spurred it. You know, we had anything we really wanted. Like we had every game system. Like I ain't go without no different game system. That's one thing I can't say. Like, um, we were close, we traveled. We did a lot of fame. My aunt was really a big role in our life when my grandma passed, you know. And um, story short, like as me growing up and got older, I start really, she really couldn't really like control, control us. So it was like, you know, we missed, so it's like, we had to go out there and, and bump our heads a couple of times mm -hmm. to get where we needed to get at. So, mm -hmm. so when um, my aunt, when we, um, I'm, I'm trying to, no, no, because I just be <laughs> laughing at sometimes the things that happen. But um, as I was growing up in Gentilly, my auntie used to always keep us in nice schools and stuff. So um, I was supposed to go to Brother Martin when Katrina hit. But um, when Katrina hit, we moved to, moved to Dallas and all this. But story short, I'm going to get back to where we had in New Orleans. So, when I was growing up in a school system, um, and as I got older, I'm attending schools, I saw that mostly like, I wasn't, the only thing I really wanted to learn in school was math, right? Cause mm -hmm. then I was, I ain't gonna lie, I was very shy. I was very shy, like, like, and that, cause I was shy, cause I couldn't very talk like that. I couldn't speak, like, I was just like, cause my aunt, my aunt still was helping me with the little hook on phonics, so I'm like, I'm like, man, and when they, like, and a teacher, and, like, I don't know, like, I don't know if, like, you had this, but they know, they be knowing, like, all right, he don't want me to call on him, so I'm going to call on So I'm like, so it, like, it forced me, it forced me to, like, read, so I'm like, okay, it's like, you know, but I, after I read, I'm like, all right, so as time got on, I graduated, I graduated, um, I went to, all right, I'm, all going to jail stuff. I graduated. Probably a year out, I was going to jail. 
Uh-huh. Uh, a year after no, I, I graduated high graduated school. Today. Uh, all right. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm skipping the part. I graduated high school. I went to Delgado Community College for like a year or two. That's yeah. Then um, when I went to jail, I was going to school for business management. And I went to jail and um, they had a lady on, you know, I don't but they had a judge, her name was Laura White, um, no, not Laura White, but um, Linda Van Davis. And she, um, like, as I was young going in the system, so she must've took a, like, a liking into So she used to like, she like, well, you love playing basketball, she sent me to Xavier. And I and, and I remember this time, like, no other this, and, and she sent me to Xavier, and this time I'm on house arrest. So as I'm on house arrest, I'm going to Xavier playing basketball with a house arrest bracelet on my leg. So I'm like, you know, I'm not feeling comfortable, but it's like, you know, she giving me chances. Like, all right, well, you know, cause I'm I'm going to jail. Like I'm not just known I'm going to jail. I'm going to jail, boom. Then probably a week out, I'm going to jail. My auntie got to come get me. I'm going to jail again. It's like, so these charges building up. So I'm like, just keep having over and over. Yeah, just keep having over and over because I'm moving so fast. So um, and they're like, bro, like, like, what's going on? Yeah, like, like waiting point was like, they're like, what's going on? Like, why the cycle keeps yeah. coming up? So it's like, oh, then this, I, this played another role also because I had a best friend when I was in high school too. I lost him. His name was Demond Peters. I lost him. He was my best friend, and he played basketball so good. He reminded me of James Harden. So. It took a toll on me when I lost him because, you know, we always used to be together. We played sports together. So as a time I got, I was in high school, I lost, I really lost the love for the game because it was like, you know, my, my best friend, I really lost him. Then as time gone, when I went to jail, I lost my favorite cousin. So it was like. Is that just from the streets? Just streets? Yeah, it's straight streets. So it's like, um. It was like, I'm like, I'm like, eh. so it's like, I'm out here, really, I feel like I'm lonely sometimes, you know, I start doing, uh, <coughs> doing drugs, like popping pills. Like COVID mechanism at this point, huh? Yeah, I was doing, I was I was smoking marijuana also. Um, I was doing like popping and balls, um, drinking lean. Yeah, I was, I was really like, and it was so crazy because at the time when I was going to high school and stuff, I was really like still also um I was doing a lot of drugs, also playing basketball, and I still used to like I don't know it was like normal to me like so like so time going I used to um, get in touch with my um as the drugs like was taking over me I was because I used to think so much about my best friend is before my cousin passed mm. and it's like and if I I don't like. You know, it's a long story, but I felt like I could have saved him, you know, so like it took a little cold on him. So um I used to just Can I ask you a question, MJ? Sorry. Because I find your story um extremely important. And I deal with a lot of kids who was in probation and parole and juvenile. I also now with children who've been through the foster care system who've lost their parents to either drugs, alcohol, or criminal activity. And I always want to find out from them, especially oh, now that you yeah, are, especially now that you're older, did you have time to reflect on 
why you made negative choices for yourself. And I'm only asking because you speak so highly of your family. In the midst of your mom going through the trouble that she went through, um, you still had a grandmother who was very strong and sticking by you. And then when your grandmother transitioned, you were able to fall with your aunt and your uncle who spoiled you. Uh, And correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. yeah, and who really stuck by you to make sure that you had an education. <laughs> so I'm trying to understand in the midst of that, and I understand losing a family, a, a close friend, and all that. But what is it that made you want to do things that led to incarceration or led to negative choices such as drug use? Well, what made me want to go to that? Cause it was like I ain't know nothing else. I just saying, I was just out here. Nah, I did have a grandfather, but he passed, you know, before I was, well, I was probably saw him probably two times when I was but, you know, he passed. He was great in our family also. Um, but I, like, my aunt couldn't teach me, like, don't get me wrong, she gave me wisdom, a lot of wisdom. It's just that I had to learn on my own. I just felt like I ain't felt, I ain't felt comfortable to sit and let my aunt take care of me. So it was like, you know, my brother left, my other brother left the house, you know, and I'm still there, you know? So it's like, yes, I ain't gonna lie by, by her spurling us like that did, but I'm happy she did like, you know, let us be us at an age. Cause you know, I wouldn't know how to survive the way I'm not a survive right now in the world. So, and um, by me that going back and forth to um, jail and folk, and so, um, excuse me. Um, like, I just felt like when I went to jail and like and other things I was going to get, cause what was leading to me, I wanted money. I wanted like, oh, all right, I'm saying what I'm saying, going on, I won't be this, you know. And so I ain't, the thing, I, some of the things I really ain't had to do, like, you know, and I'm just doing it and just, really just felt like it was something to fit in at the time, you know, like mm-hmm. trying to fit in with folks that people that's really, really for themselves. Like, you know, you calling people friends and this and that, you know, you're out there and it's like, at the end right. of the day, like when you get incarcerated and things go down the way it go down, no folks ain't that no more. You know, it's just the same right. love folks who've been there for you, you know, so it's like, like by me going through that and just going to jail, just, just, and it just like by me and them and and them scenarios happening, like and me doing it, like I experienced a lot of things, like and I survived it. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's like times I wouldn't even be here talking to you. Like I got hit by, I also got hit by a car before, like literally, like oh. just like, like you know time. Yeah, straight up, like, I'm trying to, when I did look and see the car, it was like, oh, but I've been also in, you know, as you know, you in New Orleans, you growing up, you know, it's a lot of violence also, you know, so I've been in times and I had to be like, you know, and, and it's flying, like, I'm just flying, bullets flying, and I'm like, and I look up and I'm looking into a car, I'm in, and I'm like, in the bullet hole right there, I'm like, it's like times I, you know, witness, you know, things like this. I've been, you know, I've been 
shot, you know, before. So it's like, I witnessed times I know it was like, it was meant for me to be here for a reason. So it's like, and and I'm and I'm being shy, like I'm not knowing I'm shy because the people right here, I'm just, I just hear gunshots and I'm just like, I'm thinking it's coming from down the street. And I'm like, you know, like it's normal life. But I look to the side, the purse is right here. So it's like, it shot me. Like I'm shot. I'm seeing my brother running. And at the time my nephew was out there. He just had my nephew. So it was like, you know, all that trauma, like all that time, it just came by me going in the system. Me going in the system, like it ain't no fair system. So it's like, I had to like- We know. You know I had to like, basically like had to learn. Like I had the time, I had to, you know, I'm calling my aunt. My aunt, my aunt probably spent probably millions in the system. I don't know how much she spent from. Sure, that's all right. Yeah, you gotta think about it for, you gotta pay the bond. Think about it, she been paying bonds. She been from bonds to, all right, now I'm incarcerated, putting the phone on, paying life. You know, so, yeah, so right. all this going down the line, so I'm, I'm breaking my family. Like, I'm not knowing this, but now I'm saying that as time go on. And it's like how I was, like, I, when I was incarcerated, I wasn't just, I like the first time I took it, but I used to always have, a, like, someone like an older person always, like, used to just grab me, like, and be like, man, like, like, always tell me, like, you're going to go home. Like, every time I go to jail, like, you're going to go home. Like, you're going to be something special. You know, and always tell me, like, you know, I'm going to see you in here no more, like, you know? So yeah. it's like, time I'm going in there, I I was like, it wasn't like, it was saving me. Like, so my last time I went to jail, it saved me. Like, I felt like it was saved because I went to trial and everything. Like, I said three years and a half, just going back and forth to trial. I ain't know when I'm going home or not. My auntie was there every, every time, like, every court day, she come and see me. You know, it was like, and she's still teaching. So it was like, man, so it's time. I couldn't just sit in there. Then I'm playing with a lawyer that really don't care. They just want the money. So I had to, what I had to do is I had to go learn. I had to go learn. So I was like, I'm like, I'm not about to, you know, let this go down like this, you know? So I'm like, all right. So I start, what I started doing was, I couldn't, I'm telling you now, I still couldn't read. And I'm just between, you know, yeah. I couldn't read. Like, I couldn't like Richard. So I grabbed the Bible. I grabbed a Bible and I just um they had an old, you know, Caucasian man in this and he and he came up there because we was all over the news. So it's like for the charges. So and he came up and he gave us some Bibles because his daddy was a preacher. So his name was, I can't forget that man's name. He was a great man though, but he gave us a Bible. And he and he asked me, he like, um, he said, he told me, um, God came up here to give me get this to you. I said, all right. So I started checking the Bible out. So he got some other Bible, like it's like at first I started out with a King James. I couldn't read now. So I'm not understanding. So I'm like, I'm just sitting there, so I'm like. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta move. So I asked God, I said, God give me, you know, wisdom and understanding to read this Bible. So time I'm reading it. And it just brought me, it gave me, it gave me energy. Like I just as me reading them stories and uh, 
And, and I remember when I first went to jail for the charge and I called my cousin, Dora Francis, he do a lot of things for, um, for the community and stuff. Cause he really brought me into, into like really won't do for the community children. Cause he always did his little thing in New Orleans also with doing things for the community. Dora Francis, um, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, he so he taught me. So I used to go to after school programs with him because he used to do like positive music at John Mac after school oh. program. So yeah, so he used to teach him how to make beats and stuff. And I'm in there, you know, this is the time at the time I was going to jail and for you like teach how to read too? Like or you just figure no, out? No, like, I, I just figure out um as I was incarcerated. So when I incarcerated start reading, it's like it was like, man, so he, I, I called him. That would make me read. Well, I've been reading the Bible. I've been, my auntie been always has a church and my mom, I mean, and my grandma. She always, like, they always had us in church. So it's like, and my auntie used to be like, you know, I used to call her phone when I was in jail. She was like, oh, um, read the Bible. And I'm straight. <laughs> I'm cutting up on the phone. On. I'm going to get out. <laughs> get out here but this time ain't no you know ain't no coming out this time like i'm like man ain't no binding out so i'm like how long you in there um before i read it with the trials enough for like three and a half i think three three years three and, and some months i think some three like years yeah so, so before i really went to trial so um i'm like so he told me like man you my cousin dora france he was like well he like he called me tree Cause I'm tall and slim. He like treat. Um, mm -hmm. he, like, mm -hmm. he like um. So he like man. I read um. He said he said you doing all right. I'm like yeah. And this will motivate me. So he like man. He like you know the story in the Bible remind me of you. And I'm like I'm like what story that is? I'm like, he yeah. like Joseph. He like they got Joseph. So I'm like he like yeah. He like Joseph. So I'm like, all right, I'm a cheat. Like, yeah, go check that out. He like, go check it out. I'm like, he like, I love you, cause that's what I, I last time I really talked to him. Cause I felt like I let him down. I really that was the last time I really called him, cause I felt like I let him down. Cause um, before I came home, the last time I was in the program with Sharif, his name Sharif Cousins, and um. Doing program with your cousin, or is it a different person? No, it's a it's a person. He worked at job one at the time, and he had his own program for um for for the youth that you know came home from incarceration and trying to change their life. So you know he was, you know he had his um program, and my cousin was a part of it. They knew each other, him and Sharif. So it's like um. So we used to go out and um, just like, you know, they teach us about business and stuff, like at Job One and stuff. You know, they had their own little class and stuff in Job One. And we used to go out like events and festivals and dress out in our suits and stuff. And right before I was incarcerated, I was doing, he was, they were shooting a documentary. And there was like, it was all different, you know, young dudes who was incarcerated and, um, was from different areas, you know, and you know, they brought us together and stuff. But the, the program really ain't last long because most of us got incarcerated and stuff. So um but story short, I um I just read the Bible and just basically like when I was sitting in my cell, I just time like cause we used to sometimes go on 
lockdown. I don't know. It's like in like twenty four hour lockdown. Like you probably get an hour, hour mm. you know, for the inmates acting crazy and stuff. So, so like, like everything just shut down. Like everybody, everything shut down. So like everything closed. Everybody got being themselves. Everything. Everybody being themselves. Uh, you know, all the deputies come on to have it do. You know, it just it was just like it was like a a a, a real zoo, like with animals, like but it was human beings. Like, you know, so it's like, I had to be around, I had to learn how to control myself and really see what's around me. So that's why I pay attention around a lot of things, what's around me and my surroundings. And I really, these people off the energies, you know, I watch, you know, I might don't tell you right then and there, probably don't, you know, cause I've been, I might not tell you probably the week, I probably, you know, but once I sleep, I'ma just move from around, you know. So it's like I'm in an environment like I gotta deal with different personalities. So it's like, you know, and certain people probably ain't never coming home. Certain people ain't, you know, been in there for years. You know, so it's like I used to just take time and go out and just sometimes just when we not on lockdown, I used to just lock in my cell and read the bike. And that's how I got understanding and reading. So I started picking up, I had got my um, paperwork for my case. So then I, I got my paperwork for my case. I started going over. So I started looking into law. So, and I, <laughs> yeah, so I started, yeah, it came in clutch. So I started um, going to, um, well, and this was crazy though, in the system, all right. I'm I'm get I got my case. So I'm getting case laws and I'm getting certain cases on my case. So it's down the line. Now it's like when the mom, like as the young dudes coming in here, like so I I learned my case and broke my case down to the minimum. So when my lawyer come to me, uh, oh yeah, you know, you taking these 20 years and we got everything on you. And I'm like, you know, certain people like us intimidated, us young. I'm in street, we think we bad. Like, if we don't know no better, we're going to take them 20 years. Because it's we it sounds scary. It's like scary. It's like 20 years. You're like, you're like, yeah, you go to trial, you lose your life, you it's over with. And you like, these, you know, certain people think, like, I'm 19, I'm 18, I do 20 years, I come on 38. And like, like, it's still a long time, though. It, it's still a long time, but you ain't even trying to fight for yourself. You know, y'all know, we don't know nothing. So, like, they, like, giving you like a deal or something like that? Yeah, giving you deals, offering you deals. So, you know, it's like, I felt like I learned it was like a mind game. So, it's like, I'm like, all right. So, no lie, when I first was going to jail, I was so scared. And it used to be the time and just going in front of jail, I used to be shaking. Like, I used to, oh, my God. Like, uh. One time, the first time I went to trial for a drug charge, I was about to run out the courtroom. My mama told me to stay right there in the chair, but we ain't go to trial. And that's that time I, I saw that, you know, it could be a bluff sometimes. So when I went to jail for this big charge, this time it was like, it was like, it was big. I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm not, I'm just, I'm just, I don't know if I'm coming home. I'm like, so when I start looking over my case and I start getting the pen, I'm saying, I'm like, uh-uh, this not right. You know, I'm saying like, this not right. So luckily 
I had a I had a lawyer that's you know my auntie was paying on. I don't know if she got the money back, but I don't think she went through all because she took a job in Mississippi. I think it was Mississippi and Baton Rouge to go teach, just to you know pay off this man. So, so she had like two jobs, or she was just teaching. She just at the time, at this time, she would she had a job. She went. I think I don't know. She was just she wasn't really like working like so. It was like, and they offer a job in Baton Rouge or Mississippi one of them. And she asked me one time, she was like, oh, you want to move to Mississippi when you come home? Because I'm in here for a little while now, and I don't know what I'm coming, but I always used to talk in existence. That's another thing. I used to always say I'm coming home. You know, I never used to doubt myself. So I'm like, so I'm like, yeah, I moved to Mississippi, ain't you? So she, you know, I just, by me mature, it's like jail, I got, I started maturing in jail by just, you know, just learn how to survive on my own. Some nights I might can't even, I'm hungry. I ain't got no commissary or nothing. So it's like, so I'm thinking it was just, it was just, it was like a struggle. And by me going through them struggles and stuff like, and by me learning how to read, it really like made me want to do something different. Like I ain't want to go home and be like, I'm going hang around and hang on the block all day. I ain't want to do that no more. Like, I ain't want, it wasn't in my, I just ain't, I don't know. I just felt like if I go home and do the same thing, I'm like, I ain't going to get no change this time. Like, it ain't going to be no, and you know, and I just was looking how hard my auntie was just coming in there. Like, she working every, every time, you know, putting money on the phone, putting up, money on commissary just for me to you know just have some some zuzus that's what they call it mm. um, junk food <laughs> <laughs> so um i just like i just got tired of it one time i was just like man. and i went back probably like and it was so funny because how things happened it was like i had the, the man the first lawyer i had he was trying to tell me I had a co-defendant, right? My cousin. So he tried to like get me to turn on my cousin, like basically on some night. Like, and so he like, if not, you know, we're gonna take these 20 years. And it's like how he was talking to me. And I'm like, you know, like, why like like first of all, like my aunt paid you, like, you know. I don't care how much money she paid you, you know, she paid you. Right. Like, who you talking to? He like- They should be helping you out. Yeah, so he was like, um, he must ain't see this from a young dude like that, but my my judge, like, I had a judge named Laura White. She was, she's a good woman. And she always used to see me come in there. And I used to have different hairstyles. I probably cut my hair, fade it, put a part in there. I probably grow it out, twist it up. You know, it's different, but she probably, she just always used to look like he, like he's strong, like he, he don't, you know, but at this time, when a lawyer telling me this, and it's like my little cousin at the time, he younger than me. This is his first time ever in jail. Like, it's like, I'm watching over him. Like, you got, did he did the same thing or? Yeah, he and I, we both on the same charge. So it's like, I'm not fighting for myself. I'm fighting for both of us. So I gone over the, you know, in the, in yeah. no time, we illiterate, like, no lie, we illiterate, both of us. But it's like, I got the most, 
you know, since cause I'm really, you know, I'm I'm really trying to learn. So I'm learning as I'm in jail. I'm not just sitting around playing around uh this and that. And when I'm getting around, I go probably holler at an older person, me who knows something about love. And I go eat, you know, go just get some information from him or, uh, you know, just to see how to do it. Like, you know, cause we probably been down long enough and you know. So as I'm your own lawyer. Yeah, I'm my old lawyer. So it's like well, you always have to advocate for yourself. That's always important. But I really, really want you to double back to your story about reading when your cousin told you to go back and read about Joe's. All right, all right, about Joe's. All right. Because I do be jumping subjects, subjects. You gotta catch me. So um all right, when he went to Joe's and he said a story about Joe's, it was like that's one of the stories that caught my attention with Joe's. Cause I felt like it was like that story was like it was like my story. Cause I, I went back, I said, all right, cuz, and that's the last time I talked, I was crying on the phone and everything. I went in myself, I read the Bible. But when I start reading, I start getting used now. The story yours is Genesis. It's in Genesis, I think I won't lie, but it's in Genesis. So I'm reading a story of Joseph and I'm seeing what he went through to get where he was at. And you know, and how you know people slander his name and stuff like that. Even his family. Cause I no lie, I went through that with the family, you know, you know, like you know, hatred with the family. So it's like I felt the story. So when I read that story of Joseph, I'm like, it also reminded me of my other brothers, my two brothers also, because I'm not the only one just been through something. So it it put me in phase like this could be my life I'm living. You know, so mm-hmm. I ain't took the I ain't take I I took that jail time as a I, I I like a setback. It wasn't like it was discipline. Like God was trying to discipline me. So I really, I really like felt God talking to me. Cause I, I don't know if you think I'm tripping or not, but I had a vision of me and my auntie and a lawyer at the table. And she telling my auntie like, oh, he's gonna be all right. He's gonna be all right. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, sure enough in my trial, I ain't say it was fate, but it was like everything they brought up against me and it was lies and they still, and, and they still, and it was to a point, it was so serious. This is how the system is messed up. And they knew they was losing the trial. This, I had a mistrial. They knew I was about to win a trial. Mm-hmm. They brought up stuff about, you know, some about when, when I came home and I had a carcerate ID. So it's like all that going back and them trying to lie. And it's, it brought me back to Joseph with the story of Joseph. So when I when I had got that chance to really like get home and I found out I, I was coming home because I didn't know I was coming home. So when I had the mistrial, I thought I was going <coughs> again. Mm-hmm. That's what they told me. So it was scary. It was like the trial was so scary. Like I ain't gonna lie, I had I walked in there like you know, it was. Like it was big. Like I never saw nothing like this. Like I'm like, I'm just sitting in there, like, and just some just say, stop, stop worrying. So I'm in a normal now. Cause you know, it's like 
if people don't know me, it's just, you know, it's just like, they're going to get to know me. You know? So I presented myself in Atlanta, and you know, it was like my family came, my aunt, my mama, my brothers, all these people came. So it was like, you know, and I felt that, and I'm like, I'm like, I, I just go back for me having that discipline and reading the word and, and you know, just grasping it and feeling that energy. It's like, I wasn't, I wasn't scared because I knew God was with me. So I'm like, I'm not scared, you know? Then I see my family, I'm like, you know, they probably like they ain't never see this either. You know, it's their first time. So I look back at them, just smile, just, you know? And it's like, they bringing up lies and the judge, just denying it, denying it, denying it, denying it. I'm like, I just start feeling good. And you know, it was so crazy because she was like, you won't eat? I'm like, huh? <laughs> like, you all hear people say No, that. no, you eat, you eat sandwiches. I'm eating sandwiches. You know, you go to um, go to court and stuff and stuff like that. They have sandwiches for you and stuff. So you eat cold sandwiches. You know, I don't even eat. I probably eat the ends off the bread. <laughs> I'm a picky eater, so I'll eat the eggs off the bread, drink the water. So she was like, You want um she like you wanna eat some food? I'm like, Yeah, you know. And it was like fish. I ain't had fish in so long. I was like fish, pasta. It was a nice plate. I ain't gonna lie, they let me eat in the courtroom. But the story show that don't happen often. No, that don't happen often. Hey, oh, I never saw that. I see people coming from court, they getting life. I'm like, I'm scared of that. Life, life, life. I'm like, oh my God, 40, 50. I'm like, and I've been there alone. Like most of the people probably been in here. We probably been down the most too, but I'm seeing them going up and they going, I'm like, and they coming back. But it's like, when I had the mistrial, it's like I brought light to the tent, to the dudes, like, you know, cause they like, they seeing cause they see like the type of person I was in jail. Like, yes, I'm a street dude, but I used to like, like, like this. Like, if they bring the toilet over there, like, and I know them, and, and I hang like, and I know them, like, and you know, and they be like, it's not gonna go down. Like, they not gonna basically like, it's not gonna go down. Like, it's not gonna. Yeah, they gonna it's like respect, that. like you know, it's and they know I'm not with that, like you know, because if we. I don't care what y'all got going on now, you know, and we grew up and I know we all know each other and we in here, you know, I'm not going to be with all that. Hell no, I'm going to try to get things situated to the point like we all could live together, you feel me? So it was time doing them used to be like, people used to come and like, they always used to see me lock in my cell and read my Bible. You know, don't get me wrong, I'm still doing little yeah. things on and on. I probably, you know, yeah, don't yeah, get me wrong. Yeah, contraband pride come in. I still probably smoke weed, you know. So I still hanging with my dudes, but they see how, like, like, man, like, you know, you be in your word, like, you know, like, and and I and I what I did was every like person I hung around and I'd be like, I I lock them in the cell with me and I get them to read the Bible with me, like, you know. So you hold motivation. Yeah, so I'm motivating them. So I'm like, so one dude was like, man, bro, like he just came on a murder charge. He like, man, he just always used to come by me. He like, man, how you stay so strong? He messed me up. I'm like, um, 
Matter of fact, he was my celly. He just wrote, he was my celly. That's what it was. He was my celly, right? Mm-hmm. He just came in. So I, okay, for time, those of us who don't know what that means. Oh, all right, all right. The celly is <laughs> all right. The celly is um a celly is like a your 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 bonky, your, your, your roommate. Room. Your yeah. roommate, basically your roommate. Your so bunk mate. Okay. Full blood, have it is. That's your roommate. Okay. Got gotcha. All right. Yeah, they I'm, got beds, and they probably have a table, and they got a light, you know, and a turley. So what I did, like, as he came in, and he came, and I, you know, and you know how people is, they don't want to open up to you or none of that. Like all my sellers, like I, all my sellers that left me cried, cause they know one thing. Matt is a good dude. They knew one thing. And if they knew one thing, if I have, like, I might make a hundred out of store. Like, I'm not about to eat all this stuff. I used to be like, all right, get this. I might got also other friends on the tip. They probably come on, man, I'm hungry. All right, huh? huh. You know, I don't want nothing back. I don't, I'm, you know, God blessing me in here. You so, so that's why I got a lot of energy. So it was like, you're really different. Like. Yeah, I was really different. Like, you know, they ain't see that. Like, you know, to say, you know, say that I hang with y'all every day. You know, that's my friends. That's my real, you know, and I know them also. You see what I'm saying? Uh, We got to know each other. I don't change up and like, and, and they probably don't even, they probably get in tune. I don't be no, they, don't, they know I'm not no, uh, if they be like, man, they're going to respect it because on the stream, all right, well, we're not going to, you know. <laughs> All right, and then they probably start talking. They probably had mega, you know, it just like, just off that, like, you know, so it's like, I used to show love, like I, I show my people love what love was. So as all my seller came in on a murder charge and he was so uh, like, um, you know, he was like, he didn't really know me. Like, he was kind of, he was kind of, he was like me. I'm gonna say he liked me. Like positive, you know. What I mean? No, like, I wasn't saying. I'm saying he was like when he, like when I told you when I first came in jail, he was illiterate. Like he, oh yeah, yeah, yeah he had a problem like me. Like he couldn't read. So, education system just wasn't. Yeah. So, but you being that motivation person, you know. Yeah, you know, they that change. Correct, correct. So I, what I did was, um, now you, like you, you affecting the community. You affecting the community at this point. Right. Right. So I um. Just like touch on that a little bit. Yeah. What with the commuting? Yeah, just like said, so they saw you reading, and then he coming in, he saw you reading the Bible. So now it's like, oh, that's shit. where I'm about to get at. Yeah. So, um, so he was like, he asked me, like, man, how you stay so strong? Out the blue, he just told me one day, and I'm like, man, I tell you no lie. I said, I read the Bible, brother. I say, all these stories in here is history repeated. So I told him, I say, um, I said, you know what the Bible stand for? He said, um, no, I don't know what the Bible stand for, you know, because I ain't knew at first. So he like, I said, oh, it's basically structured before you leave earth. He like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. So I'm like, most of these stories that happened just repeat itself. So he like, all right. So I'm like, I'm like, all right. He like, let me check your Bible. I still got my Bible to this day at my house right now. So, um, he was like, um, how you read it? He like, I can't understand it. So I said, all right, let me sit down and read with you. So I said, matter of fact, because everybody come in my cell of this period, like, you know, I pray with them. 
you know, I used to pray with them. You see what I'm saying? We'll pray. So I'm like, I'm like, before we read, I'm like, let's pray. I'm like, you know, let ask Lord for wisdom and understanding, you know, before we read the Bible, you know, right? So time go on, he was like, he start understanding it. So we'll sit down, like, we'll really make a hookup. It's a hookup, like, you know, we make some food and stuff, like probably some tuna fish. We'll get some wraps. You will order some wraps. We'll have tuna fish, mackerel, um, sardines. We'll probably cut some um, some summer sausage, but sometimes I use the eat sausage, so I eat just the tuna fish, mackerel. You know, that's yeah. I like a fish person. So, um, so we used to make sure, like, every time we, at the time, because we probably had to lock down, like, that meaning, like, we, we got to close in our cell, probably, like, um, probably 10 o'clock or something. So every time we make a hookup and we'll, and we'll, when we lock in, we'll start reading our Bible and stuff in our cell, you know, so we had that every hour too. So one, like, it's like this, I ain't going to lie, like, like, like I'm a type of person, like I don't want to see others get messed over. And I used to see a lot of young dudes get their store taken. And what type of person I am, I'm not with that. Like, you know, people who hang around me, if they do that, if they do something like that and they be taken, if they own something, I cut them off. Like, cause you ain't got to do this. Like you ain't got to go take nobody's store. Like, you know what I'm saying? Cause most of us probably make store of, you know, one thing I'm probably got store. I probably, I might not even eat all my store. Like, why would you go take this dude's stool and go catch another charge and get rebooked? Now you got to fight this charge on top of this charge. Now you got to do automatic time because it's a, it's a, um, it's a jailhouse charge, you know? And you, do, like, most of the time when you catch a jailhouse charge, you automatic, like, it's going to automatic do time. You feel what I'm saying? Like, you know, that just period. Like, you don't want to go to jail for it you know, go to jail and then go to, people be coming and this is what the dudes do. They go to jail and come in there and catch more jailhouse charges. Like, like them people, like, them people probably even have nothing on them on their first charge, on their, and the, the charge they caught in the world. So now when they come to jail, they catch a jailhouse charge. Now they get the time for the jailhouse charge and they erase the world charge. You see what I'm saying? So it was like, Times like young dudes used to come in, and I had to grab them. Like I really had to like grab them, like and really see what they doing. Like they probably be running around playing and stuff like that. There, and I'm like, y'all, ain't, I'm like, you got your paperwork? He was like, no. Like I'm like, you know what's going on with your case? They're like no, I'm like, I'm like, how much they offer you? They'll be like, oh, um, they offer me fifteen. I'm gonna take. I'm like, how you gonna take fifteen? You don't even know if they got anything on you. You see what I'm saying? Like, how you, you just come in here five months. How they going to offer you 15 years? And you ain't got no charge. Like, they don't even know the system. So it's like, it's like times I'm trying to help. Like, as I grasp my salad, I grasp the fruits that's around me also because I might know them from the world, you know, from the streets or how they go. So it's like they see me on some different time. Like, they see me not, I'm not with no pushing nobody or taking these store or this and that. Like one time I had to stop one of my friends from taking a young man's store. He in a cell. No, I get called now. The little dude, you know, he come from our time. He went to came to jail. You know, he don't know nothing. So it's like, you know, I'm not that type to play on the week. I hate that. Like I don't like people that just try to just bully people and I just don't like it. So I'm in my cell reading my Bible. 
So my my that was my first seller. Before, that was you. <laughs> yeah, we just read the Bible. Yeah, it was just me this time. Cause my 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 the the dude who came, who I told you, like who said, like why you stay so strong? I had to sell it before him, right. and he went home. So, so like, you're just affecting everybody. Yeah, so it's like he went home. But me, he the one. My first seller came. My roommate, my first roommate, came and um basically like he come tell me like man, well you know such and such over there they they taking the dude's store, bro. I'm like huh. I'm like nah. I just told these dudes exactly do not mess with this dude. Like why would y'all like now you res- disrespecting me? Like how you? How you going against me and I'm looking out for you? Like, I, you know, feed, I don't ask for nothing back. Like, I'm like, just chill. All right, you so, know. Yeah, so I go over there. I'm looking at the dude, you know, the dude, like, you know, he's scared. So I grab some of his stuff. They're like, what you doing, man, man? Like, you know, someone do tell me, like, you just need to stay out, people. I'm looking at him like, oh, like, I'm like, who you talking to? He like, oh, well, um, you know, man, ain't no, nah, you making it a problem because I just told you, I'm like, you first off, I'd say you disrespecting me. You know, I'm like, I told you don't touch that dude. Like, like, why would you like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, he like, oh, well, you know, it's just ignorant dudes. Like, and it just be making me mad. Like, why is y'all doing this? Some of y'all probably even make stool. You know, y'all make stool. Like, why would you take this dude's stool? You see what I'm saying? I'd be looking at like, why would you take, you take it from your brother? We already ain't got nothing in here. Our people make sending money to make sure we could eat, you know, at least have some more to fill us up. Right. And y'all take I'm I'm letting y'all know this. I'm trying to help y'all out. Like y'all ain't hurt me. Cause at the end of the day, it's gonna come back on y'all when y'all go in that courtroom. So y'all playing around up in here, and y'all don't see these people watching us, watching us. They got cameras all around this thing. These people, why? Like, you don't think these people, like, I don't know. It might, you know, it might be sentenced to the judge, however, they might do, you know. So it's like, but at the same time, like, why would y'all be taking from a person and your people also struggling to send you the same thing? So, you know, it was like, so it was time I had felt back from the till. Like, I do that. Like, I felt back from the till. Before, so it's like so I had to come back and like you know, like you know, see why I'm wrong. Get like you know, wrong. just like evaluate your life. Yeah, point. evaluate because I get I I I go back into a stage I don't want to go into. Like when my energy start messing up, like I just so I need that time to you know to go down. Yeah, to go down. And that's like like you guys to like I know today you do that. You have like mental like cool down so you can just relax, get away from evil, right. don't worry about nothing. So like. Even come in like, like after you get out. So like after you get out of jail, and sorry, how like you wanted to continue to affect the community from that. All right. So um, and I guess also, it sounds like he's saying like you you're fast forwarding to a little bit more yeah. current now. Is that what you're doing? A little yeah, bit. Yeah, he he trying to fast forward current now. So um, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> so I all right. So I want to get to that part too. All right. So I. So uh, those are very important and and. In yeah. part two, we're gonna revisit some of that later, yeah. but all those right. are all important. But yes, yes. Fast forward to Okay. So um when I um when I beat the well, when I, I ain't beat it, I uh, had a mistrial and I got off of my time. I came home. Sounds like God gave you a chance. 
Yeah, yeah it gave me a chance. So when I came Because he saw a light. And what I'm seeing is a light. Yeah. He saw a light in, in some dark places. And, and I then never... he wanted you, to, wanted you to share that light with other people. Correct, correct. So I was like, oh, when I came home, I just, um, don't get me wrong, I, it wasn't, I don't lie, it was, it was tough. So it's like, um, I came home, I came home by my aunt, my aunt picked me up. So it was like, you know, back in phase one. So it's like, but it's like, at least I know a little something, like, you know, but I still don't know it all. So I'm like, how I could find it? Because I won't learn. So I'm like, I won't learn, excuse me. I'm like, I won't learn. So I'm like, time gone, I'm reading. I'm, I was reading heavily in jail. So when I came home, it was so much attacking me. So it's like, I was getting off, you know, but I would read, but I was like, I was getting off my. So I, I tend to go back where I was, what I know to do. Right. I went back to being in the hood. So when I went back being the hood and I saw it, I'm like, I'm like, this ain't me. I'm like, I'm not gonna find it right here. I don't want such drugs. Like, it's I don't. It's, it's to the point I'm not even fast no more. I don't even like being. I don't even like going to clubs like that. Like it's like I don't even want. I won't learn. I won't learn. I know it's a different way to basically like learn about how to how to work and get money like so i'm like I'm do you like, currently work for world envision uh well i don't work there no more but i was currently working there okay, okay. so um uh, and that's what because when i when i i have a friend from gentile named marlon watts so he um basically like uh when i was going through what i was going through in the city and he, no lie, he gave me, um, when I came home, Marlon came and brought me some shirts. Because we close friends, we close, close friends, you know. He's like my little brother. You know, I look at Marlon like my brother. So he is my brother. So um, I, um, he told me to come up here once before. And I was in a relationship. So like, you know, time, you know, Mm-hmm. Person ain't really want, yeah, yeah, you know. So it's like, so I called Marlon again one time, and I'm like, I'm like, well, um, I say, I say, Marlon, um, I called him, and he know he he could he could hear like I wasn't right. He heard I wasn't right. So I'm like, well, brother, I'm like, um, you know, I think I asked him about the job, or. Oh, uh, you know, yeah, I did ask about a job and stuff, I think. But this the first call I made to him, you know, he saw what I was going through. All right, yeah. So when I called him, I think I asked him about the job, about job or something, about if he still had a job. And he was like, um, he was like, no, brother, not at the time. He was like, you know, he said you should have came when I told you. I said, man. I'm like, all right, but I'm like, well, you know, I'm like, I'm like, all right, man. I say, man, thank you. I appreciate you. I love you, brother. So, you know, I'm like, man. I'm like, but he must have heard in my voice, like, you know, he like, what, you know, because I told him, I'm like, man, I'm just going to learn something different. Like, you know, I'm going to learn. I'm like, I can't really learn nothing just 
really just being out here, I'm like, you know, I'm attempt to go doing something I don't really want to do, you know? So I'm like, all right, bro. So after I finished talking to him, I said, um, so I really sat there and I am just really trying to figure out like what else I could do. So it's like, then at the time, I think I was, I think I was, I was losing the apartment. I wasn't losing it, but it was like, yeah. So I was trying to move out that place. So it was like, it was like hard. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, it wasn't like no different. So I'm like. Yeah, got an apartment when you got out. No, when I got an apartment, I got out, I um, my mother had a um, section eight. And, well, I stayed by my aunt for a while. For, not for a while, I'm lying, because I've been home about three years now. Three years, yeah. That's what's up. So my mom got an apartment. Well, I'm lying, my, um, my mom got a section eight. And my auntie, um, mm -hmm. I was standing by her, my auntie, you know, she must felt like I was old than I ain't. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you ain't about to be bringing no girls in and out here no more. <laughs> you know, like, you know, so I'm like, I had to, so I took a job way in Metairie somewhere, I think, at McDonald's, that was my first job. My first job, like, cause I, I, I ain't really have no jobs, like at all. So that was my first job. So I was willing to go way out there. I didn't know how to get out there. Like, I ain't have no ride, no nothing. So I called one of my cousins. I'm like, man, she a girl. I said, I need a job. She was a man. <laughs> she like, you going to come work for McDonald's? I'm like, yeah, I'm coming. Because I, I ain't want to be in the streets. I ain't want to sit around the streets. I want to do something different. So I say, hey, I'm going to go work. If I got to go find a way. So I used to. I used to use my sources, what I had. I had my own, all right, people used to be in the hood and stuff. I called them, man, you gonna bring me to work? <laughs> it's weird, matter though, but I ain't really got too much, you know? So it's like, I'm like, you could bring me to work? <laughs> they like, yeah, we could bring you to work, you know? They ain't doing nothing else, you know? They, you know, like, you can't, you don't want to see me do nothing else better? Like, you can't bring me to work? So... You know, sometimes probably come get me from work, but it was time, it was, it was too far. And I ain't gonna lie, I was, at first I was, I had a pride of catching a bus. That's it. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. No, cause I had the pride of catching a bus. And also it wasn't just catching a bus though. It was like, it just not catching a bus. Like I also felt like, I ain't want to be home, like, you know, because, you know, I, you know, I understand, you know, I was in the streets, so it's like. You want to, like, get something back into it. Yeah, but also I ain't want, you know, be like, you know, some, some people be like, you know, they hold grudges and be like, well, you know, that's him, I'm going to go. And I'm catching a bus and I'm like, and I'm like, oh, you know, and that was by certain people not like these young dudes, they don't want to catch the bus because, you know. So I got to the point like you just never know like what's going on like yeah you don't never like, know what's going on catching the bus just like someone you gotta keep your eye out still yeah you still gotta keep your eye out so it's like yeah I got out the streets and stuff but it's like my people them they still in it you think they don't if they enter with somebody they ain't gonna come you know the people ain't gonna you know like be on a bus five yeah or somebody like might see it you know and I ain't I'm not trying to 
you know, I'm not trying to do nothing or anything. So it's like, I'm just sitting there like, and it just won't happen. And like, uh, like and I'm trying to do something right. And you feel me? So it's like, at the end of the day, I was like, when my, my, my aunt, mommy, my mother got a section eight. And I started standing up in the night one. And so it was like, um, I'm standing up. My mom already, her boyfriend already, you know, they already had a house already. So I was standing up. I had my own house, like basically, but it was like an old folk home. So, but it was so crazy because she had an old folk home and I'm the only real young dude that's around there. <laughs> no real talk. Like I'm the real, so I'm helping the old people. Like it like the love, like I'm helping them. Yeah. Like literally, like the lady I see a lady, she she gone to the store and she's so old, she just walking, you know, it's on St. Claude. And that's when I start worrying about people. I start worrying about others. Like, and I broke out that like, I don't care if somebody see me. Like, I'm, I really stopped that. Like the pride and all that, I, I said, it is what it is. I said, God got me. So I'm like, all right. Oh, you had seen her? Like, what? what? No, I, I seen her walking. So when I seen her walking, and I'm like, I see her with buku bags and she like, um, she old, she just walking like, you know, she, she bad to lift her bag up, so I go run over there. I grab her bags, walk with her, you know, talk to her. She was on like the third, fourth floor. So I go walk with her. She catch the elevator. So we catch the elevator. She talking. She like, thank you, man. Um, I appreciate you. So the old people that's around, they probably, some probably be sitting on their porch. I always used to just stop and talk to them. And you know, they they took a liking into me. So my, my, my mother, you know, story was short, you know. Yeah, yeah. We had a little pride with the Section E, you know. It wasn't no, you know, it was just like a little crime thing. So my own, when I was moving, the people felt, um, they, 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 was, they were sad when I left. So it was like, I ain't want to leave them yet either. So it's like, so when I left, we moved across the river. I moved across the river. And that's when I got my own apartment. So when I moved across the river and got my own apartment, I um, I what I did, I got my own apartment. That's when I got the opportunity. When I was losing the apartment, I got the opportunity to come to Ruston. So I had to find me a um, I found me a little place and um, stuff like that done. Um, well, I had to call around and see what apartments. So I had to, when I finally found my apartment by my own, I really had good credit and stuff. So I had to pay a double, a double deposit. So at the time I was working at auction up before I came up here. And um, I worked in the food department, like dishwashing and stuff back then, in the portal. So um, I was just saving my money to pay my, my own, my deposit, because it's, it's not no normal deposit, I have to pay a right. double deposit, so. And I then you you used to work on bourbon too? No, I wasn't, I had stopped working on bourbon when I moved across the river. When I moved across the, um, let me see, did I stop moving? Oh, I just stopped. Matter of fact, I just stopped moving, working on bourbon because when I, oh yeah, I skipped that part. So when I, I was working on bourbon also, I worked like at three restaurants, I worked at Nola Cookery, Bourbon House, I think that was the only two, I think. Nola Cookery, Bourbon House. Mm, that's, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it, I, it was about two of them. I think I worked at Bourbon, but 
um that's when I um left I left matter of fact when I left all bourbon and stopped working there and stuff I was working as a busser I took up on a job of busser dishwasher um because I like to be moving around I like to be in my own space like I don't like people crowding you know, right. you know yeah like because you know I don't like people who be around me and they don't work so um I went to Bourbon House. I love Bourbon House. I love Bourbon House. And when I moved across the river, I went to I went to a warehouse. And I got I went to a warehouse in Harvey. But all of that before you came out to Ruston? All that yeah. before I came out to Ruston. Yeah. Before I wow. came to Ruston. Yes, I did yeah. all like I was I wasn't stopping. Like I couldn't stop. Like I like. I, I couldn't stop because I was homeless. I had went homeless when I left my mom with, oh, when I left the session eight, I went, I was staying with my ex and her grandpa kicked me out, you know? So it was like, yeah. I was homeless. Yeah, bro, yeah, I was yeah. homeless. I was homeless. You, live, you live independently now? Yes, I got my own apartment, yeah. And you work on, in Ruston yes. now? Yes, I still work. Yeah, I got a, a job. Yeah, oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, that's but, like, and you and Marlon still cool, and yeah, like Marlon's like how my you brother. And... Like, all right, like with me and Marlon, just uh, I just Marlon gave me an opportunity. Like, you know, it was never like, all right, Matt, you gonna be, you know, it was like he gave me an opportunity. So when he gave me the opportunity, it was like because I told him I want to learn something different. So he gave me an opportunity to come in an environment where, you know, it's like. When I came, he was like, hey, don't get me wrong, it was fun, you know, because I ain't, you know, I'm used to being in New Orleans, so depressing out there, and the energy is so bad. Tell so, me about it, I know. That's part of the reason why we're going to do this break and bread combination, but yes. Break and bread. Break and bread. Benny so, podcast. Yeah, because you're breaking bread with us right now, so that's awesome. Yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I love breaking bread with my people. It's all love. For real, make me feel good. You know, that's a gift, you know. That's my job to do. So um I um with Marlon, so we um when he gave me the opportunity, no lie, like and I always told him like, cause I, I feel like World of Vision gonna be big, like, you know, yeah, like Nike. You see what I'm saying? Like he gonna be next to Nike. Speak so, that, yes. Yeah, yeah, you see what I'm saying? So I mm-hmm. I, I, I was telling us so uh, like so it was so, but it also inspired me too, cause to see Marlon, like, you know. And see him on um, basically Bob's growing up and you know, seeing Marlon, like, you know, could we all play basketball and you know, stuff like that and grew up. It was like, it, it, it um, by me seeing Marlon like doing that, it like inspired me. Like, I'm like, man, like, you really doing it, brother? Like, you know, like, yes. like this little Marlon, like, you know, so it's like, damn, so this big. And I also, you know, he inspired me and like don't like by him as we was growing up, like it was like this. Like as him growing up, like he like was looking up to me, like doing like we play sports and you know, stuff like that. Like and, you know, me seeing him doing that, like that made me look up to him. And I told him that one time. He started laughing. So um so, um it's it's humbling and 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 really uh sentimental at the same time. Yeah, so um I um when he he told me about um like he told me about 
when I got the job, I learned about, you know, just like basically like I learned how to also discipline and I also learned he always used to force on me like read, read, like, you know, it's just yeah. so I got back into reading, like, cause I told you when I was in jail, I was reading reading the Bible. I read right, a couple right. of books. I read a complete master key, the secret in jail. So that's how I knew about the book, the secret and all this, you know, it's like a law of attraction. So it's like when um when I got out the environment, I still cause cause don't get me wrong, I own I'm I was still kind of like you know in that mindset. I was still no, I was in the mind. I'm still like also by being incarcerated, you get like the mind don't be there all the time, like cause you've been through so much and I've been maced in there like. <laughs> Beat what it's about to do. <laughs> Real time been mace, like really in the cell, mace, like just couldn't get out, breathe. Like it's it was so you know, you go through a lot. I had a toothache in there. I couldn't really get a tooth pull. It was like I had to get my auntie to call up there. You know, it was just it was problems. Like I wasn't, it wasn't no known. We probably was incarcerated, and it just was like the bathroom, the water broke, you know. So you know how that feel like. You in uh you can't take no bath. The Charlie piled up with Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so and it's the garbage just it just cool. it's just like and I gotta sleep on a rack, it's not but it's stink, like period. Like it just this what we going through. Like so I had to learn how to survive. So coming up here. Come up here. So when 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 I by me going through all the phases and when Marlon he um basically like he stayed on me about reading also as it was also on me like like what you want to do bro like you got focus on what you want to do like you gotta know what you want to do like you know and he used to I ain't gonna lie he used to be aggravating me sometimes he used to just keep going you gotta know what you want to do you got <laughs> I'm like man it's not gonna like you know and I understand where he was at and and you know that just was. Just cause you know that was out of love, he won't see me and uh, you know, he won't see you succeed, yeah, yeah, he won't see me succeed. So it was like, um, so I, I took it on the heat. So every time you know, I ain't gonna lie, I was used to do you know, yeah, things you know, and he'll get on me. So and I was like, and I respect that. So it was like, it was out of love. So, um, he taught me about, um, all right, well, he he introduced me to stocks. So I'm like, uh, you know, at the time I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I ain't really, uh, I'm not really a fan of this. <laughs> like, I, uh, like, man, I'm not a fan of this stuff. Like, I ain't really. Got you. Yeah, I'm not doing so. Boom, huh? The stock he told me about, it was like, and I'm like, all right. So he 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 come to me one time. He was like, you know, you did what I told you to do about the own situation. I'm like, no, I'm like, no, I ain't. He was looking at me like he had that little look like. <laughs> I'm like, so yeah. let me go check it out. Yeah, so I go check it out. And I know I just saw it at a different price. So I'm like, hold up. And this wouldn't, I'm not, I ain't been up here not more than about a year. I'm like about two months. Like, I'm like, what the I'm like, hold up. You saw the money coming in? Yeah, I saw the money flowing. So I'm like, I'm like, hold up, nah. Nah, this is what I needed. Like, cause I'm trying to learn how to save money, but it's like, what the meaning of saving the money for? And it's like, ain't growing. 
like I will at least know how to let my money grow or something. So I'm like, um, so when I took, cause I love math, like school and my subject was math. I love math. So when I saw, I saw, I go check the charts out. So when I go check the charts out, he gave me this. So I started looking into it. So I started certain times seeing how things work. So that's when I met EJ, EJ at World of Vision. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, as me learning the stocks, I'm learning it, but I'm still ain't learning like certain basics. I still ain't got down pegged. So, man, EJ, like I always like I grasped off EJ energy when we used to be at work because I used to always be folding the clothes like before him, and I watch everything wrong. So I watch certain folks like, and I saw he was mature. Like he was, he he matured more mature, you know. And EJ, like, he got a, like, he took himself also. You see what I'm saying? He remind me of myself, like, you know, in a certain way. So, you know, and I saw I saw EJ, like, you know, I saw him do a couple of things about stocks, but I never asked him about it. Like, you know, me and him, like, I never asked EJ about, well, such and so. I got time. I'm like, well, let me highlight EJ see something about stocks. And he just told me about some stuff, and I'm like, man, you know he talking about. I'm like, well... I'm like, brother, well, you got time. I'm like, you know, you could teach me. <laughs> Give me a little knowledge or something, you know, let me know a little something, like a little basic. So he like, because sometimes I, certain times, I, sometimes I don't, I don't know how to explain myself. So he really had to really like, you know, EJ was looking like, all right. So he really, I see what he really trying to figure out, like, like, like what he trying to learn. So all right, I'm going to break it down to this. So he brought, um, we hooked up one day and, you know, and just, he broke down some basics and it made it, it, it gave me understanding and like, you know, it like gave me an understanding. So it's like, all right. All right. So I'm like, yeah, we talk about uh, compound interest on now. Yeah. The compound interest. So, um, my, my, um, I try to, I try to tell my aunts and them about it also. Like I've been, I've been like trying to like get through, through like, even with my cousin, I'm like, in the hood, like I've been trying to tell him like certain things how to um basically like you know about stocks and stuff, but you know how our community is just like they don't really like that's ain't they big thing, like it ain't no um ain't no ain't no situation as no like they they don't they want like I feel like our youth they want it like they want well we like fast? Pe- yeah, people, we want it fast. Like, we used to fast, like, get things fast and stuff. And, um, yeah, I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that time is flying. Um, I have yeah. a question. But yeah. Just to double back a little bit, and I appreciate you sharing all of what you shared so far. Okay. Um, but what I, I wanted to know just a little bit before we wrap up. Yeah. <laughs> um you said marlon came to you and was showing you some stocks and stuff and you saw how the money and how much you enjoyed math and i have to say math was my subject too i think ej shares the same love love of numbers math was my uh, love in high school as well yeah. um do you think looking back if someone would have and i think ej introduced you to wall street trapper you familiar yeah, he with introduced trap? me to wall street trap also because um i didn't really know about trap he put me on trapper and um I started watching Trap on, on YouTube and stuff, and, I, and Trap opened up a lot of doors also because he made me also like not just 
just be like also Cap made me not be like just not just focus on him like he, he also made me focus on going it also on my own like going look for my you know my research and stuff like when he told me I listened one time he was saying um about you know like just don't just don't go by what he say like you know he like go do your own research like you know so I took upon that and it's like by him giving me that gratitude, don't don't get me wrong. I never brought his bundle yet or none of that, but it was like yeah. I support him, you know. But it was like, you know, everything he teaches, I feel like, well, you know, I I love to learn it. Don't get me wrong, I could learn, I could keep learning things from him, but I also yeah. could do my own research, also, you know. Absolutely. So it was like but do you think that if you were familiar with that in your younger years, would have would would hit would you have made the what same choices. Not, yeah, would it have made a difference if you would have known certain the things that Trap is talking about or the things that you are starting to learn now? If you would have had that opportunity in your younger years, would you have made the same choices? I guess is what I want. I wouldn't lie. I wouldn't even made the same choices because I wouldn't have to go do anything or try to do to get money. Or you know, I I don't know like basically about financial literacy, like basically about how to, you know, handle money, like basically know how to, how you to know, eat. watch the money. Uh -huh. Gotta eat. Yeah, gotta, gotta eat. eat. So it was like, and also it's, a, it's something also dealing good because for the future, for your family too, like if you got- Generational wealth, yeah. Generational wealth, yes, man. So it was like, you know, I won't learn that type of thing, so it's just not for me, though. It's not. It's for my nephews, you know, it's for my cousins. You yeah. see what I'm saying? It's for, you know, people who under me, you see what I'm saying, who trying to, you know, who still, like, still, they trying to chase the world and trying to see what the world is going on, and it's like, we got got this right in front of us, and it's like, we don't, we, don't, we ain't using it because we don't know. We don't know. So how do we... How do we get this information to those youth either on the brink of doing what they're doing or those um, young adults who are currently incarcerated? Because I think they will listen to you more than they will say, listen to me. You know what I mean? They will hear you <laughs> no, I, and they'll just look at me and be like, no, what is she, what is this, what is she talking about? I just think we should, like, I think, I really ain't really grasping some, most of, but I think it'd be good, like, just like, just like, if it's like a, like we have like a boys and girls club, like is um something like that. Like, cause when I was growing up, they had boys and girls club. They had you know functions for children could go at the school. You know, we used to even go to, to a church and just still go do things, eat, and learn different things. But we ain't learned. We never was learning about about this type of stuff like stocks. We wasn't learning about none of that. You know, we didn't learn about real estate or none of this. We just was learn basic stuff and you know it's like they were like we basically were just throwing throwing certain things you know for us just to get by and you so know you would, you would like to see new orleans have a stronger presence in the boys and girls clubs in around the city yes yes like because i know that would be a way different because they didn't got nothing going on in new orleans like i can't say i it's like changed like it way changed than when i was growing up like, yeah, like I agree at, least, at least like when we were still like at least when it was still time like we still was like we still used to do things we used to still go play basketball we still used to go play football you know? mm -hmm. 
we still right. used to ride bikes. Like we still was doing our thing. You know, we still had our childhood. We ain't grew up like till we really hit teenage and we had to really learn on our own and stuff like really like, you know, cause, and that's what we attend to doing. We ain't sit down and had nobody like saying, yeah, you know, that's how, you know, they try to talk to us, but we ain't want to hear that. We ain't want to hear that. Like what, how you want to try to talk to us and you doing, we trying to do what you do. I'm so, so in my eyes, see you doing this, I'm going to do that. But if I see yeah. a person doing something else different, I'm like, damn. And you know, and have patience and like, damn, all right, I won't develop that, you know? So yeah, we got, we ain't really got no role models. Like, so it's like. I agree with you there too. Um, so it's just one too, the role Yeah, yeah, yeah. No yeah. So and those like, can be developed in the Boys and Girls Club. I used to volunteer at the Boys and Girls Club being right now. And it was one of the most satisfying things I ever did. And yeah. when we lived in, Miami and saw how large the Boys and Girls Club was there. I couldn't believe that we were so underdeveloped here in New Orleans. I could, I don't understand why isn't that more influence and more sustenance put into the Boys and Girls Club in these neighborhoods here in New Orleans. I mean, it's barely nothing. So, especially compared to Miami. I mean, it's just it was everywhere. It was huge, and then it was just so free and open to all the kids and parents. It was a support system, and it was a way for kids not to get into other lifestyles they correct. had a choice correct and and I, I i hear you loud and clear yes and i think that is an excellent solution to what you're talking about because here yeah. at breaking brain infinity we want to be not just talk about complain about problems we want to find solutions correct i want i want to put it out there that my um my youngest daughter signed up to um do charity for boys and girls clubs louisiana so okay. she's putting it out there on social media even on tiktok I gave her permission to do TikTok where she can raise money for Boys and Girls Clubs in okay, Louisiana. Nice. Yeah. So if we can encourage more kids to get involved get, right. or more adults to get involved in a Boys and Girls Club, we'll have less youth willing to get into violent crime or criminality. I think, I, I, think yeah. I could like probably grab some men like who've been incarcerated in jail, like it'd be like, all right, you know, not, you know, yeah, you know, I know one friend he wanted to do something like he wanted to do a football team for the children and stuff you know they need it yeah they need it you know they need it um you know just trying to do and we just always talk about like doing different programs and like basketball tournament just for the kids to come out and you know just have something like different for them to could do and also teach about things like that like stocks you know someone probably mm -hmm. teach them about real estate you know it's something different they're gonna be like all right then yeah, yeah, yeah. people that been incarcerated, all right, because you know they be like, all right, all right, that's yeah, all right. You know, people won't see that, so they're gonna have more folks like people who've been incarcerated and stuff like who probably the streets probably give up everything. Like, well, you know, I'm gonna teach these children because they got children now. You feel me? Like, right. hey, this ain't just you know people, children. We just this like your children also like you know. So it's like, I, they people should want you know do that you feel what I'm saying because you gotta you gotta start somewhere first then you yeah. know well let's work on that okay no really let's work on that that could be okay. one of the the projects that breaking bread infinity podcast puts okay. out there to and challenge our city to improve yeah. our boys and girls club and i think having <coughs> you part of that program and get enlisting more yeah people from the incarceration program to give back we can definitely succeed 
yes. in doing that, you know? And I told you, my cousin, he's, um, I could talk to him because he used to do programs, like I told mm. you, like, uh, just to get some, you know, I said, uh, yeah, Dory friends, like, mm. well, I'll tell you about he do it, and I could just highlight him, but I also just want to get, also just for us to talk to you, I won't try to get, like, people who've been incarcerated, like, like you know, people that, you know, who've been through something that could, they could relate, like you say, like they could relate to. So yeah. I got I, I got one friend of hand. I might got two friends, you know, mm-hmm. it depends on how they, you know, how they schedule and stuff is, but I think he'll willing to do it because you know, he'll willing and he'll do it. They got they got one I know for sure he's gonna do it. They got one, he'll do it too. He'll do it. Yeah, just ask week. him if they're willing to, to break bread with us too. And uh we make something yeah. something happen down here. Yeah, I got you know, you know, I mean, like I said, we said some things about our city. We're from that 504. We have issues there, but we want to be a solution-based mindset and, and bring back that light that you were talking about earlier, the light that you brought into the incarceration area that you were in and that you continue to bring out into society. Yes. And and also, like, we could also, like, like you say with the Instagram, like, you know, I don't know if, you know, you put it on Instagram and stuff, but certain yeah. people these certain people on podcasts and they'd be like oh all right hold up let me see what he talking about like because they don't see you like that they probably like i ain't see him and he on a podcast and hold up ain't that ain't he used to be all right so these young people won't see that because i know i know i grasp a lot of young people like when i came home every little dude i used to see on bourbon street i was in jail with he he got a job with me period like it was like you know so it's like so I know young people won't see people who was in situations of, you know, they they looked up to and, yes. you know, talk about things like that. You feel what I'm saying? And learn right. different things because I know they just don't want to keep doing because we doing things to do it just because we don't know nothing. Yeah. Some of the things that you said, I want to um, stick a pin and revisit again, because I really felt like that that hit points. One of the things you said earlier when you said uh, reading the Bible and relating to things that went happen that happened in the Bible, and that the Bible is a story, it none of the Bible tells you how to live your life here on the world and prepares you for heaven. And I yeah. love the way you said that it repeating itself. So it's giving you it's giving you the playbook, right? It so it has the playbook right there in front right, of you. It right, it's right in front of you. Like it is like, and, and that's what my aunt. And my grandma was so spiritual, so it was like that would made me the person I am, you know, because it was like, and my grandma also like we just come from that line of, you know, and it's like man, and I felt like I felt like as God, as God's child, and you know, I'm just like I had to like not, I had to like give my my people. You know what God giving me, like the wisdom and knowledge, and also let let them know about God, cause we we tend to be like they could do it for self and all that. Like I ain't do this by myself. I did. I'm still I'm still going through ups and downs right now. I am. I ain't gonna lie. Hills and valleys, trenches. Yes. Yes. the trenches and, they there. But, but he's so, there with you. He's, he's with here you with me. Life. That's why I'm not worrying about anything, right? EJ, what I tell you, I, I told EJ about the situation I was going through, right? And it's like, and I tell EJ, like, why it make sense for me to worry? Like, for what? And I saw him work wonders and what he did already for me. 
You feel what I'm saying? That's I right. saw what God did. You see what I'm saying? And that's why it's like, don't get me wrong. I might don't read the Bible every day because I know the Bible. I, it live in me. Mm-hmm. By me all that time being in, it live with me. So I know what certain things what I should do and what not to do. You know, I'm not perfect. Don't get me wrong. I'm still not perfect because I've still got things I'm working on, but it don't happen just overnight. You know, it takes time, you know. So as God was being patient with me, I gotta be patient with him. So I was like, I just be chilling. I just like I cook me some food, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, before EJ came, you know, and I'm gonna go tear it up because I'm home. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no better way to end breaking bread than on that note right there. <laughs> Everybody gets some food. Yeah, yeah. No, really, I really yeah. enjoyed hearing everything that you had to say. And I think we have so much more to cover. Yes. And I want our listeners to know that we are going to revisit this conversation. We are gonna talk more about incarceration. We are gonna talk about more about our youth and our kids and how we can rebuild our Boys and Girls Club in South Louisiana. I think that is a task. We can put on y'all TD, because you know, yeah. she, she <laughs> can bring that up there, bring that to her and everybody else, you know, bring it to Marlon to see what he says about it. Bring it to, right. to Master P, bring it to, to the whole, all, all of our people from New Orleans and see what they say. Manny. Call them out. And I think they would love it because Master P, like sending this to Master P, Marlon, he'll love it too because I always talk to Marlon about this, like what we talk about. Like it's, you know, and it's like Master P, I see him doing great things. I was watching his little. Um, yeah, he is. He is. He's doing yeah, great I like how he do his little thing. You know, he, he you know, he got his own little thing going. He's he helping people, you know, he, he yeah, putting your stuff out there. I, yeah, trap up there helping too. Trap, yeah, I, I love trap. So um if we could get trap, trap did a report for me one time. I see um some about his energy. I say, Oh, his energy to the next level. And trap reposted. I say, Oh Lord, I say that's what's up, mm-hmm. you know. I felt good about that because you know it felt like you feel what I'm saying, like people saying what I'm trying to do and stuff like that. There, you know. So it's like that's about it, though. But um, now this is up. You got any more? Yes. Any more no, I'm good. I'm good. That was beautiful. No, we gonna. This is to be continued. There will be a part two and possibly a three <laughs> on this series. Nah, this is a nah. series with you, MJ. It's a series. It's not okay. a one timer. So oh, we're welcome to. So I, I, it's, I, not I, I, <laughs> it's not a one timer. Yeah, it's not a one timer. Breaking bread. <laughs> Rick and Brad Finney Rick Podcast, Brad. you know what it is. Let's get it. It's yes. a yes. podcast. We have for solutions. We have to do better. We have to build up. Everybody to get generational wealth. Get it. Economic wealth. You know how it is. Yes. My boy. Thank you, MJ, for being our special guest today. He's going to be back, y'all. He's going to be back. Thank y'all for having me, and I appreciate it, and I'll be back. For Thank sure. you, EJ. All right, Brick and Braid Infinity Podcast, episode number two, wrapping up. Episode number two, I got Monroe in the building, <laughs> boy MJ, I'm EJ. This is Brick and Braid Infinity Podcast. And we out. And we out. Yes. Peace. Peace. Till next time. <laughs> <laughs>